fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello fellow supermoms, Nadine here with another episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Today's subject, chronic fatigue in kids and children. The causes, the symptoms and the treatment. Chronic fatigue, especially outsiders often think it's about kids just going to bed too late. Uh, going to bed with their cell phones and you know if they just have a decent amount of hours of sleep are not on their phone that often exercise more it will all go away unfortunately when your kid uh, or your teen really has chronic fatigue uh, it's not that simple it's a long-term condition that is you know marked by extreme fatigue, extreme tiredness that doesn't go away by going to bed earlier or taking a nap in the afternoon. Supergirls specialist once uh, told us, I think quite early on when we talked about her symptoms, he said, you know, uh, with her condition, Supergirl has juvenile arthritis, the fatigue is like having a jet lag. 24-7 and no matter how much you rest going to bed earlier taking naps uh, or just you know rest after an activity it doesn't go away and that kind of kind of is what a chronic fatigue is and it affects school attendance school grades but maybe even way more important it affects your kids uh, social life and therefore happiness because if you're too tired to uh, go play outside if you're too tired to go to a sleepover if you're too tired to participate in school activities or outside you know just going shopping with a friend what is often not possible for Supergirl can you imagine how that is when you're a kid or a teen and everybody's having fun and parties and uh, doing all these sports and extra activities and you can't because just going to school is often enough yeah, too much, let alone all the other things. So in this episode, I want to talk about, uh, you know, what can... Uh, cause chronic fatigue in, in children and teens, uh, what the possible symptoms are and what the treatment is. Uh, but before I dive into it, I want to emphasize, you know, I'm not a physician. So if uh, after listening, you suspect your kid has this, uh, don't, you know, just take my gospel for it. Just go see a specialist. 
if your specialist dismisses it with, oh, just go to bed earlier and you're like, no, that, that really is not the issue. Find another specialist. Uh, because it is a serious effect. And, you know, I, I talk about possible causes and symptoms uh, and, and, and treatments, but there is a lot out there. And examples I give uh, will be examples mainly from uh, our lives. Uh, you know, uh, with Supergirl having juvenile arthritis, me um, being asthmatic and sometimes <laughs> recovering from an asthma attack. Uh, and that is just, that's not really having chronic fatigue afterwards, but I, I get this glimpse of what she must feel like. And I'm just recovering from COVID, so <laughs> this is a good reminder. And this is kind of why I thought about, you know, I should talk about this. Because it has such a huge effect on kids and teens. Uh, not only physical, uh, but especially mentally. So, uh, like I said, Supergirl uh, has juvenile arthritis. And... Kids with juvenile arthritis uh, often battle chronic pain and chronic fatigue. And that happens with more uh, children and adults that have certain uh, um, autoimmune diseases. And even when the disease is uh, in remission or, you know, with medication under control, uh, worldwide studies, so not just random studies, but worldwide scientific studies show that up to... I believe 63% uh, of people with specific uh, chronic diseases uh, still have chronic pain and chronic fatigue, even when their disease is, you know, like I said, under remission or uh, in remission or even in control. So there are no flare ups. So physically, you know, if you do the blood work, there's, there's, or you check the body, there's, there's no reason on the paper saying, you know, indeed, you know, you have an inflammation, so that's why you're more tired, or no, none of that. So even when a disease is, is uh, a physical disease is under control, you can still have chronic uh, fatigue, chronic pain. And research still doesn't know, you know, there's still no conclusions or why that is. There are some hints and, and beliefs, uh, but there's not, spoiler alert, uh, one reason that will cause it. There's not one gene or one DNA little thingy. There's no one reason that will cause chronic fatigue. There's also, like I said, spoiler, not one treatment, unfortunately. So, what can cause a chronic fatigue? Like I said, there could be, a, you know, a physical uh, condition, a chronic illness, like uh, an autoimmune disease, like juvenile arthritis or Crohn uh, uh, disease, uh, where your body, and it makes sense, your body is constantly fighting itself. You know, uh, hence autoimmune disease. Uh, but it's also constantly fighting uh, 
uh, inflammation. So can you imagine how tired you are? Just, you know, it's like your body running a marathon 24 seven. It's really tiring. Then you have uh, neurodiverse challenges. You know, if you have ADHD or autism, there are signs that, uh, besides that you have an increased risk on, on depression, uh, there are signs that because you have to translate so much in your head and in the outside world, you know, you constantly have to filter and process it. That can cause chronic fatigue as well. But besides, you know, the, the, the physical and mental uh, conditions that uh, can increase a risk for chronic fatigue, uh, it can also uh, be caused by having too much pressure and too much extracurricular activities. So basically, you as a kid are, are just not allowed to be a kid and have downtime. And be bored out of your mind, uh, because uh, you're 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 you constantly have to to compete for the highest grades. You're constantly pressured into. You only count if you have straight A's. You have to start building up your extracurricular extra water work extracurricular uh, activities in preschool already, because that's the only chance. That one day you will be accepted, blah, 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 blah. But what, what's wrong with sometimes just being a child? Or, you know, the pressure you must feel if, uh, like I mentioned in, in, in the previous uh, podcast, uh, yeah, your kid has is a great C kid. You know, if you can't get there. And the only thing you hear constantly that you have and you should do better and learn more, study more. So too much pressure, uh, too much out of school activities can actually cause a chronic fatigue as well. Uh, and sometimes there really is no cause. Uh, there is uh, the chronic fatigue syndrome and you get that diagnosed, it really they ruled out all the other stuff. That hey, They know there's no depression going on, they know there's no autoimmune disease, they know they ruled all the other stuff out. Uh, so what are symptoms? How does it look like in daily life? Well, for Shubko for instance, uh, she just finished high school. Yay! <laughs> we heard she, she passed her state exams for that. Uh, Supergirl, I think since fourth grade in elementary school, hasn't been able to uh, go to school full time. Uh, so at the worst moment, I think she, she skipped at least a third of her classes, if not more. Uh, but that was when, you know, the inflammation was really bad as well. But even if their inflammation is in check, most of the time she's not able to go to school full time. She just needs to rest more. Um, and you see it with her, the idea alone of going to the city to go shopping for clothes with her friends 
is, is tiring. So she, she rather not. Uh, busy activities where there are a lot of people, she will avoid because it is only more tiring. And, and other general symptoms that can then, you know, be a reason that you should look out is that if your kid or your teen is always tired, even when they go to bed early and, and take extra naps, uh, dizziness, brain fog, and loss of concentration, uh, and actually memory. Uh, because, uh, uh, for instance, what I know about juvenile arthritis is uh, because their body is constantly fighting. And there are a lot of meds she's taking to keep her disease under control. So it's also the meds that can cause uh, uh, tiredness. But because you're so tired, it's way harder to focus in class. It's way harder to digest all the information and store it. Uh, then you have sleep problems. How weird does that sound, right? So you're chronically fatigued, you have chronic fatigue. And you think, yeah, just go to bed earlier. But a lot of people with chronic fatigue actually have sleep problems. They have a hard time falling asleep. They wake up earlier uh, and more times at night. They have less of a good quality sleep. It also increases. Uh, uh, it can increase after, you know, physical uh, and mental activities. So after school. Uh, kids with chronic fatigue often are dead tired or after a, a physical activity. And physical activity can be go shopping with your friends. They need to rest afterwards. You can be way more sensitive to noises, to crowds, because there's always so much to handle. And because your brain is so tired, it, it can't filter all that stuff and digest it properly. And it can even cause physical or increased cause or increase physical pain, uh, like headaches and, and painful joints and uh, even sore throats, uh, I, I read somewhere. So that's a lot. And then you're not even an adult. You're supposed to be carefree, enjoying the world. And nobody understands why you're tired. The only comment you get from teachers uh, and, and, and family members is that you have to go to bed earlier. Well, that really is not the problem. Treatment options for chronic fatigue. Well, unfortunately, there is no cure yet. Uh, there are different ways you can treat chronic fatigue to kind of improve it, improve quality of life. But unfortunately, uh, to this day, there is no scientific one easy, quick fix cure. So, if you suspect your kid or your teen uh, deals with chronic fatigue, or you know maybe yourself, uh, normally if you go to a physician, they will first out uh, first rule out if you don't have uh, you know another physical or mental condition uh, that can also uh, you know either have the same symptoms or can you know be a, a side effect of your disease, like with uh, juvenile arthritis. Uh, they will do uh, lab tests, uh, they will make sure you don't have just, <laughs> not that it's easy, but just a, a sleeping disorder, but also depression or anxiety, because depression and anxiety, you know, the symptoms are 
can be the same as when you have chronic fatigue. Uh, so when they ruled out any other stuff or, you know, they, they know it makes sense that you have chronic fatigue because you also have a certain chronic illness or, you know, you have uh, ADHD or autism and not, you know, um, uh, I've got ADHD, my son autism and ADHD, he doesn't have chronic fatigue. Uh, he can be tired after something, but that's something different than uh, the chronic fatigue Supergirl is dealing with. So, you know, if they, if your physician can establish, yes, indeed, chronic fatigue. <sighs> yeah, there's no pill. Well, take this pill once a day and yay. Like I said, they're doing a lot of research worldwide. And Supergirl actually participated in uh, an academic uh, study. And it took more than a year and a half uh, almost two years and it started with you know she had to uh, keep a diary just to so they can could see you know what her lifestyle was uh, and how she felt after sleep and after an activity and based on all that information she first got I think it was a three or a six month uh, lifestyle plan and they first asked so what's your goal what would you like to achieve and for her that was being able to cycle to school again in the Netherlands most kids cycle to school uh, and to York um, and it's six miles we don't have school buses uh, in the Netherlands so she cycles to school well she did she could hardly and she had an, an electric bike so a, a bike with like a little motor to support her but even that you know when uh, her disease was really bad she just couldn't. She also didn't have the energy for it. But she would love to. Because it's also where the social... You know... The social stuff is going on with your friends. You know, on the way to school and back from school. So that was her goal. And they said, well... She hadn't cycled at that moment of time for... Six. I think maybe even nine months. Uh, was in a wheelchair all the time. Uh, so they checked that and the first goal was, okay, cycle once a week. Doesn't have to be, you know, to the end of the world, but just cycle once a week, period. Uh, and the other one was that they found out that, you know, if she slept longer than eight hours, it did uh, improve her quality uh, of day, the following day. So... Uh, she started on melatonin to help her fall asleep easier and to have a better uh, sleep. So less waking up during the night and stuff like that. Uh, and that really helped. She was resisting an extra drug, but in the end, the quality she got out of it. You know, not that the chronic fatigue disappeared, but her mornings were a bit better. And uh, it's not always, you know, like that, but it improved significantly. And the other thing they did was um, they looked at her diet. And no, it doesn't have to be that you only have to, you know, eat like a rabbit, like we call it in the Netherlands. But uh, she had to drink more water. Uh, Eat a little bit less junk food. Now we don't eat that much junk food here in the Netherlands. Normally, you know, uh, fries or 
uh, chips, uh, depending on where you are in the world, uh, we eat that once a week, most of the time in the weekend. Uh, but I'll be the first to admit that if I'm really tired, I easily <laughs> have a pizza night as well. But they said, you know, you should increase uh, the veggies. That was no issue for her. But also increase uh, eating more nuts and eating more... What was it? <sighs> yeah, eating more fish, eating more veggies. A little bit less carbs. But for teen, this was really hard. The other lifestyle changes... That was easy for her to do. <laughs> Not eating pizza <laughs> as a teenager. So I have to admit she didn't really do well on that part. But I heard from people that they really felt better when they uh, increased their, their, their veggie intake and in lowered their amount of um, you know snacks they ate. And it makes sense, you know. There is a known thing called... Uh, if after you ate in a lot of sugars, a lot of sweets, that you get this, I would say, carb coma afterwards. And it makes sense that, you know, if you eat a lot of refined stuff, that really is, doesn't have to have any nutritional benefit, that it makes you more tired. You know, if you have a big meal after Thanksgiving, you're really tired as well. So imagine if you eat crap all the time, and a lot all the time, you will have a less energy. Uh, but it's not a cure. Uh, so for, for a supergirl, you know, the melatonin made a difference. Uh, but we also uh, leverage, is that the right word? Leverage the activities. So uh, we don't go shopping uh, and go to the cinema. Uh, at, the, at the same day or to a party at the same day. That's too much. The same with school. We actually, Supergirl doesn't go to school full time since I think fourth or fifth grade. Uh, and in the Netherlands, in high school, we have different levels. So we also, she's also in a lower level of high school. Well, she just graduated, thank God. But because of that, she is able to skip classes. Uh, I think she would go to school, I think, either between two-thirds and three-quarters of the time. So she does miss quite some school. But she needs that. And you could argue, you know, well, just then skip on the, the, the activities outside of school. But your kid is also a kid. You remember high school? It sucked, moms. You don't get energy of math or biology. And you might find it interesting, but getting energy? That school takes a lot of energy. Even when you have like dyslexia, for instance, or, you know, autism, but also with a chronic disease. Because you have to... It's a constant social battle. You have to learn stuff you really don't care much about. It's important, I get it. But... So it is... Costs a lot of energy. Now, throw in an extra disease here and there. Yay. But if you only focus on the academics and don't let your kid have fun and be a kid. Because, you know, before you know, they're an adult and you have all the responsibilities. 
you know, the mortgage, the nine to five job, you know, healthcare, blah, blah. A kid should be able to be a kid as well. So I dare say that uh, fun activities outside of school are just as important as school itself. Because, you know, if uh, it might cost you a lot of energy to, you know, uh, swim or uh, go to soccer practice, but it also, if that's your kid's thing and it really makes them happy, yes, it costs energy, but it also gives energy, you know, and it provides that dopamine, that happiness thingy in your body. And because of that, you can actually handle stuff more. And if you would only focus on getting high grades, only school is important. Your kid should be a kid as well. So having energy to do stuff outside school is just as important. And uh, therapy can really help. It really helped. Uh, uh, Supergoes now as her second therapist. And the first was, you know, an animal therapist. So because animals really are super close thing. She went to a green high school. She actually is going to uh, study animal care in, in, in college. So that's her thing. Uh, costs a lot of energy, but it's her thing. So it also gives energy. And uh, she now has a therapist that also has, uh, I don't know if I pronounce this correctly, fibro Moology, yeah. it's also in the rheumatoid arthritis family. So her therapist knows what it is to have chronic pain and chronic fatigue. So for Supergirl, it's also really interesting to see how she does it, how she leverages things, how she, you know, makes sure there's balance in life and what she does on crappy days and, and things like that. So that really helped her. So to, to, to round it up, uh, Chronic fatigue is a real thing, especially if there's already an underlying illness or a neurodiverse challenge, you know, autism, ADHD, uh, dyslexia, because those things cost a lot of energy. Uh, there is a chance you will have chronic fatigue. And if you go to the physician, make sure the physician takes this serious because that is a real thing, you know, in the rheumatoid arthritis world, the chronic fatigue and the chronic pain is a known factor of patients. So, but they will rule out, you know, if there are not other physical or mental conditions going on because depression and anxiety, you know, can have the same symptoms as chronic, chronic fatigue. You know, if there's not an autoimmune disease or anything going on yet, they might want to rule that out as well. They might want to, they probably want to rule out a, a just, a just, don't take this lightly, but you know, just a sleeping disorder. And if they, you know, checked all that and you get a, yay, you've got chronic fatigue. <laughs> That's a stupid way of saying it, but you know, it's established, you've got chronic fatigue. Uh, symptoms are, uh, you know, rest, doesn't improve you know you're always tired going to bed earlier extra naps don't help that's a sign dizziness is a sign brain fog you know and with that loss of concentration and memory is a sign sleep problems funny enough is a sign uh, 
but also sensitivity to noise and, and crowds and an inclusive increase of the fatigue after an activity, even a fun activity. And it can even cause physical pain, you know, headaches and, and joint pain, muscle pain. Treatment, unfortunately, there is no scientifically proven cure for chronic fatigue. Can it change? If you have it now, does it mean you will have it forever? No. Uh, but there's no, this is a pill, just take this once a day. Yeah, you're cured. Unfortunately, no. But there are things you can do about it that can help your kids, your teen, deal with it. Uh, from uh, changes in lifestyle uh, and maybe a healthier diet to... Uh, Leverage school activities and, and, and just out of school activities. Uh, but also find your happy because if you're allowed, if you, you know, you know what makes you happy. Yes, it will cost you energy, but it also makes you happy. And in that way, you're able to deal with stuff way better. Uh, if you're also allowed to do fun stuff, you know. So I hope this helped you. And it was informative. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. You know, in the comments of the podcast, you can also find the Special Superman podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So you can shoot me a DM there as well. Uh, if you are special needs Superman, uh, know there is a private Facebook group just for special needs Supermoms like you, like me. Uh, And it's private to make sure it, 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 you know, well, because really you need to be able to be, a, you need to be a special needs supermom to understand some stuff, and, you know, to deal with some stuff. And uh, this is why I keep it private. Um, but if you go to Facebook and search for special needs supermoms, you can find this group and there are some intake questions just to make sure only supermoms are in this group. Uh, feel free to join. You can, you know, share your story, cry, laugh, ask for advice on any kind of subject. And uh, feel free to join. If you find this a really valuable uh, resource, this podcast, please, please do me a favor and rate it. Because it really helps, you know, other moms to find this podcast as well. Uh, and it would make me really happy and proud. Uh, so thanks a million if you would just uh, yeah rate and review it and you know feel free to share it if you find that this is a useful tool for a fellow supermom you might know. Having said that, I hope you have a great week ahead and uh, yes, take it easy. Really listen to your child, take it serious and. Uh, Don't forget to uh, relax and unwind yourself. Take care, Superman. Bye. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms. You know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.